everyone. Welcome back to the How to Podcast series. I have a gentleman with me here on the podcast. We're going to be talking about his show, you know, talking about co-hosts and the fun, the joys, the challenges of having a co-host because, hey, you know, you're going to experience this if you're going to have a co-host on your show, possibly. So let's learn together. Uh, Brent is here and he's going to talk about his podcast. All great things podcasting. He's my co-host. He's not my guest. He's my co-host. And we're going to be doing this together. Brent, welcome to the How to Podcast series. Thank you to, for having me. It's exciting to have you here. I love meeting podcasters. And we joke before we hit record, having a podcaster as a guest is so refreshing because <laughs> we don't have to worry about anything. It's pretty straightforward. Um, but yeah, it's great to have you here. Thanks for making time to do this. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Tell us about your show. What's it all about? Where do we find it? Let's start right there. Well, we can find it at sportstriviafaceoff.com. It is a sports trivia game show podcast where each week, each other week, we bring in a couple of sports trivia experts and we start firing questions at them and we see who comes out on top. We've got some really, we've got people who knows things about sports that just absolutely blow me away. I'll read a question. It's like, man, this question's way too hard. And they're like, oh. That's this guy. I'm like, holy <laughs> mackerel. Yeah. <laughs> Good um, stuff. Yeah. We publish every other Monday. So we published one today. Uh, we'll go out and give it a listen. It's on Spotify. It's probably the easiest place to find it. Okay. And I have a lot of fun doing it. It's, it's a labor of love. I'm not really in it to make money right now or to get anything out of it other than I enjoy doing it. Something that gives you joy and happiness. That's what podcasting should be about. Mm -hmm. As the beginning part, where you go from there, that's fine. But yeah, you should always love what you do, right? Mm -hmm. So what got you into this to begin with? How did you start? Uh, I was a fan of a, another trivia podcast called Trivial Warfare. Okay. And they're a general sports trivia, or a general trivia, not just sports podcast. One of the finest. My friend Jonathan Oakes runs that. And he started fielding for ideas for pilots. And I said, well, I kind of like what you're doing, but I'm a big sports fan. So maybe I'll try that limiting to sports. And I put a, got a couple of test players and put a demo together and I sent it to him. And the whole time I'm thinking, boy, the audio is kind of rough on this. I hope he even airs it. And he came back and said, holy mackerel, this is produced better than half the podcasts that are out there. And this nice. was just me tinkering around with uh, Adobe Audition and putting things there and hitting buttons and see what they do and how it comes. <laughs> uh, Had you done anything like this in the past before podcasting? Have you been on the microphone, speaking, anything? Uh, I've trained a little bit as a voice actor, but never anything where I was, you know, speaking and all that stuff I was fine with. I host trivia, so I'm comfortable in front, behind a microphone. Um, but as far as recording and producing and editing, and in the beginning I was writing, that was all new to me. It was, uh, in the beginning, it was a real labor of love. <laughs> I love it. I can hear the voice actor in your voice, by the oh, way. Oh, thank you. I love it. I love it. It's like, it's like in a world, you can just hear it. Right. So I love it. <laughs> it's great. Beautiful. Um, okay, so you have done a, a journey with co-hosting. I mm -hmm. only have this as my 
only opportunity to have a co-host. I have interview shows. I have solo hosted shows, blah, blah, blah. This is my only chance to have a co-host. And I love it because mm -hmm. I get to meet great people. Right. It's more of a rotating thing. So people come in and out whenever they're available. But you have done co-hosted episodes way more than I have. So I'm here to learn. Okay. Uh, talk about co-hosting. Talk about, let's start with the great things about co-hosting. And we'll go to some other stuff later. But what are some of the great things about having a co-hosted podcast? I had, her name is Erin. I had a fantastic co-host. She was witty. She was funny. We jibed each other friendly. We had good stories to tell each other. And we played off of each other very well. Um, and it really added a dynamic to, instead of me just firing questions like Jeopardy, it was more like four people sitting around and playing a game of Trivial Pursuit. Yeah. It, uh, the stories came out great. The banter came out great. And, and we added her probably about 15 episodes in and our, our numbers just shot up. It, it just added so much to the entertainment value and Thanks. to load off of me, quite frankly, because uh, in the beginning, I was writing all the questions myself, too. And any trivia person will tell you the hardest part about doing trivia is writing questions. Yeah. Because they have to be the right difficulty and not repeat things and all that be diverse and all that good stuff. Yeah. So she helped me write questions and that was a big help to me because it was a load off of me to help get things on the air um the other great about having a co-host is if one of you has to miss a week the show doesn't come to a complete stop like i if i uh i had a daughter going to purdue at the time and i'd make a lot of weekend trips up to west lafayette indiana from here in st louis and if i had a purdue weekend aaron was fine to pick up the ball just solo host podcast yourself and uh, she did a great job good i love it um yeah. and it's nice that you can divide up the work so it's mm -hmm. not all one person doing everything mm -hmm. was there anything else on top of that that uh she helped you with kind of behind the scenes well i think it was just really the camaraderie of being in it with somebody together and and every once in a while we die in each other's like hey i got this idea of somebody who could be on the show or it's like Oh, yeah. an idea we should start doing cold open. And one of the ideas we came up mutually is uh, we were recording one day and one of our cats got right near the microphone and let out a perfect. <laughs> so we, we started using, using that as our uh, uh, sensor beep instead of a beep. When we <laughs> dropped an F-bomb, we put the cats meowing in there. And it was just, just one of those little stupid things that people found funny. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah. As we do co-hosting stuff, there's there's the one thing that I've always kind of wondered about is at the end of the day, somebody has to kind of own the podcast. Like there's like you get one email address to mm -hmm. set up your podcast under. You get one email address to set up your Instagram if you do that or your Facebook. So somebody owns an email address, mm -hmm. which then kind of has the keys to the podcast basically. Yeah. So and then when you bring a co-host on or you start with a co-host from day one, how do you kind of, how do you kind of navigate having one person having a little bit more control over the content or the, the back yeah. end of the podcast? How do you do, how do you kind of talk about that? And, and I will say up front that one of the things I learned during this time of my life is I'm not very, not a very good manager. Mm. And 
I, I'm kind of an anxiety overthinker perfectionist type. And one of the things I had to realize when I brought other people on board is they may not be as emotionally invested in it as I am. And that's right. fine. Yeah. You know, to them, it's a, it's a side thing that they do uh, for me. And yeah, I compensated them a, very little, but uh, a little. And uh, where was I going with that? Oh, and I had the, the keys. It was, you know, to them, it was a side project. It was my baby. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I sometimes would be a little bit over demanding wanting things a certain way. Um, but in the end of the day, it was my show. Yeah. So it was yeah. fun when you walk there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you want them to have ownership. You want them to be to have a say and kind mm -hmm. of help direct the show content and where we're going. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, somebody has to kind of decide we're going to go left or we're going to go right. Like it, we're going to, we're going to talk about this topic or we're, gonna, we're not going to talk about this topic. So mm -hmm. yeah, somebody has to have a big idea for the show. Yeah. And uh, we usually were on the same page Good. Uh, on that kind of stuff. Um, there were times later on where things started to diverge a little bit, and I probably didn't handle those moments as well as I should have. Yeah. So it was a real learning experience for me about working with people. And the other thing is I wanted Aaron, and later on we brought in a question writer uh, named Ryan. I wanted them to have fun. Yeah. And yeah. saying, oh, I don't want you to read it this way. I wanted you to read it this way takes the fun out of it for him. And I didn't realize that at the time. Yeah. So, so what kind what kind of things have you learned as you look back over your time with your co-hosts and what things maybe would have you done differently from the beginning with some of the things that you've learned through the process of just being a co-host? Yeah, I was probably in touch a little too much. I was probably driving her a little bit nuts with the constant, hey, what about this? Hey, can we do this? Uh, she probably got sick of hearing from me a few times. Uh, but uh, learning to, I won't say learning not to obsess about it because I was going to obsess about it whether I did or not, but learning to keep yeah. it inside or yeah. find a different outlet for it, vent to my wife about it or, or, or whatever, and not say anything to, to either Ryan or Aaron. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of things there that I wish I'd have done differently. Yeah. That's good. So your co-hosting thing came to a point where there was a there was a change that happened within the podcast. Yeah. And what we talked about when we had our little pre-chat was the response from your audience, which A, I love that your audience responded. Because mm -hmm. we talk in we talk into a microphone, goes into the world, and we don't know if anyone's even connecting with us. We're really loving it the way we love our podcast. So you did get feedback uh -huh. when there was a change, which A, we need to celebrate, but B, we need to kind of address. Mm -hmm. So what kind of things happen when when things change with your co-host? What did you hear back from your listeners? Well, it, it came at a really interesting time because we were doing a tournament of champions kind of thing. We had uh, We called it the Invitational because we basically pissed... 
part about that. We basically picked out our best players and put them in a bracket format and let them figure out the champion. Uh, it was part way through that tournament that Aaron decided to step away from the show, which is her right. And so we had that transition in the middle of the tournament. And I think my audience was kind of engrossed in the tournament to where they didn't say too much about it at the time. Um, right about that time was when the pandemic hit. And my boss came to me and said, you need to be prepared to be unemployed. And that that's was nice. when, that's, that's an alarming thing to hear your boss say. Yeah. Uh, puts priorities in line. And uh, at the end of the tournament, after the championship, I just said, no, I need to, I need to work on my career. I need to find another job. I need to start setting goals and do training and things like that. So that was when I shut the podcast down. And I, at the time, I had no intentions of ever starting it back up. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, fast forward a couple of years, and I'm with my voiceover coach as I'm trying to break into that business. And she said, you know, if you had a podcast that would really help things and help you practice on your delivery and your voiceover and stuff like that. And I said, well, I, I had a podcast. And the uh, pandemic kind of killed it. And she's like, well, the pandemic's over now. You can, you can get back to it. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. So I brought in a gentleman named Michael to be a new question writer, which obviously begged the question from my audience. What about Ryan? And I said, Ryan and I are fine. We just decided after the hiatus that I was going to go in a different direction. Yeah. No hard feelings. People naturally asked about Aaron, and I just kind of had to say Aaron was no longer happy doing the podcast and left, and it's mostly my fault. Hmm. It is what interesting, it, yeah. And I will say my numbers are down a because it took a two-year hiatus. That's only natural, yeah. And the show really needs a pod. The show really needs a co-host. Okay. To get that dynamic. Yeah. And yeah. I, I think that's what's lacking. Okay. So you don't have a, currently you don't have a co-host in, in the seat right yet? Correct. Okay. All right. Uh, the main reason being budget. Yeah. I'm currently in the hole a little bit each episode and don't really want to go any further into the hole in each episode. Yeah. And I don't think it would be fair to ask somebody to take time out of their Saturdays to record and not make it up to them somehow. Well, that's generous of you. I think, I don't think everybody has that mindset and I think we need it. Mm -hmm. So I'm, it's a great example for everyone, I think, to, to think that way. So thank you for doing that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's just, I, yeah, I, I, I love the fact that you you are so well thought out. And you're so concerned about everyone to make sure everyone has their spot. That's, that's a great, I, it speaks to you as a, as a person. It's, that's, I love it. Well, and it was also a lesson learned where I, I needed to pay a little bit more attention to what was going on with my, I don't want to call them staff, but with my cohorts and yeah. making sure that they were, they genuinely were happy. And at some point I kind of lost 
track of that where there were some brewing things that they were unhappy with that I didn't pick up on. Yeah. These things happen. Relationships, whether they be work relationships or friendships or romantic relationships, sometimes they just stall out. You mentioned that you're looking at doing voiceover work. Give us an update on that. Uh, I've also had to put that on hold because I found out recently I'm definitely going to be employed this time. And actually, that starts Friday. (laughs) 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 So I've once again had to put a project on the side burner. Mm. thought this time voiceover should go on the side burner because I made made progress with it before. It was something that was nice and compartmentalized where I could take it as a lump and just put it over here and forget about it. Yeah. Uh, But my my website, if I can plug it, is theitvoice.com. I specialize in technical type voiceovers Mm. uh, because I have an IT degree and an IT background. So, yeah, if you uh, would like to hear me lend my voice to your project, I'd love to. There we go. People can hire you then, right? Absolutely. Well, let's make you some money. Let's do that. That's hey, a great thing. I'm of that, oddly enough. Come on. Yeah, I'm okay <laughs> with that. Just back the truck up and just dump the money right there on the front yard. I love it. Yep. Uh, and then we can get the co-host and get everything running exactly, exactly the way we should be. Mm-hmm. Um Talk about rebuilding your audience after a little bit of a break. What kind of things have you done? What have you tried? What has worked? What's not worked? Yeah. Any thoughts for us? Um, one of the things I did have to do when I relaunched because of everything else that was going on, I went to an every other week. When when the first incarnation was a podcast going on, it was every week. Oh, wow. I think okay. that just became a little bit too much for everybody. Um, as a matter of fact, during the tournament, when things came to a head and Aaron stepped away, we were actually doing two recordings a week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little too ambitious in hindsight, but that's why we learned. So I do every other week now and the stress level is a lot less. Although a part of me is like, I get to that next Saturday and I'm like, Boy, I'm kind of ready to record another podcast and I got to wait another week. Yeah. Because uh, the guys that we have on the show are just fantastic. They're all good people. They're smart people. They're nice people. They're good people to talk to. Um, as far as building my audience, it just hasn't gone the way I like. As a matter of fact, my numbers have been dropping ever since I relaunched. Hmm. And I'm not quite sure why other than I have a lot gotten a lot of feedback that said where's Aaron Hmm. and it's like guys Aaron's not coming back that's just what it is I might get a co-host but it's not going to be her yeah so I think that's hurt um I haven't done a lot of promotion Outside one of the one of the problems is my fan group. At some point in time in the old show, my fan group on Facebook got marked as private, which means you can't share things outside of it. Oh, oh I had to create yeah. another page where people could go and share their podcast if they were going to be on, and that became a. I think that's a pain in the butt to do, and people just don't do it. 
Yeah. So I've got to solve that problem somehow where people can post on their own social media. Hey, I'm going to be on this podcast this week. Um, also being here, I think will yeah. probably help. Uh, I'll be very transparent in that. I, that's, uh, that's one of the things I'm hoping to get out of this, but, uh, I need to work harder at it. And with everything going on with the unemployment and me trying to get as much training in my head as I can, you know, I'm not into podcasting to make a bazillion dollars. I'm mostly here to have fun. Yeah. So I sometimes I get a little depressed about the numbers, but then I realize, you know, I got people contributing to make it not such a terrible financial hit. And I like doing it. So we're going to keep doing it. It's good. It's good. Yeah. I like your perspective. And I, I like the fact, too, that you you admit and you learn as you go. And unfortunately, that, that relationship ended. But uh, you you have a plan. So mm -hmm. I like it. I like yeah. it. Thank you. What, uh, what other challenges are you facing in your podcast at the moment? You have to grow your audience, which is great. Mm -hmm. we got def we're all in the same boat there. Yeah. Uh, what other things are you kind of working through on your podcast that uh, – you know, I you can talk about. Yeah, I I don't really have a lot of big changes on the horizon unless somebody comes in and starts donating a hundred bucks to me every month and I can hire a co-host. But I'm kind of just gonna see how it goes for a while, and uh, it's not completely broken, so I'm not gonna fix it. People have liked it before, and I think people will like it again. Yeah. So you said, did you mention that some of your audiences supporting you to some degree oh yeah absolutely well. in yeah. the first few weeks i had a lot of feedback about man i'm so glad you came back and and that yeah. was really good to hear it's yeah. good to hear from good people yeah. um people whose opinions i value so that was that was a real boost for me and those are really the people that i'm doing this for uh kind of lost my train of thought for a second here. Uh, and yeah, it, I just keep it as a fun thing. I, I keep it in perspective. It is not the most important thing in my life. And if it has to take a backseat to something, it has to take a backseat to something. Yeah. I don't stress about it too much. Is there anything in podcasting that you hear talked about and you're like, I don't know if I really agree with that statement. It doesn't work for me in my show. Yeah, I get a lot of those mass emails about, you know, this guy started a podcast and made $20,000 in the first two weeks. And I'm like, well, <laughs> if you have your podcast for the purpose of selling your product, yeah, that's great. But I'm not here to sell anything. I'm just here to entertain people for 40 minutes. Yeah. And that's getting, you know. That getting out of that is all I need. I like it. Have you thought about doing something different on your off weeks when you don't have a scheduled recording? Maybe something just you and the audience? What I do is uh, in every game, there are 45 questions, but yet only 30 of them get used in the game based on okay. the way the format is. So to our 
Patreon folks on the off Monday, I give them the 15 questions that weren't used and see if they can test themselves against that. Turns out to be about a short 10 minute thing. And it's just a little thank you for contributing. Nice. I'm curious. Um, talk about Patreon. What, what are some good ideas? What should we do when we're setting up our Patreon account? Maybe what are some things we should avoid? Yeah, Patreon has changed a little bit since uh, I first set it up. They don't have the goals anymore, which kind of was a thing that I was doing. I'm going to log into my Patreon account real quick just so I can jog my memory. Yeah. Where is my Patreon link? There's my Patreon link. Uh, one of the things that I had trouble with with transferring from the old show to the new show is you they now have things in tiers okay where you contribute in the one dollar tier the five dollar tier and the ten dollar tier well i had people who obviously put their contributions on hiatus when i stopped the show but happily i told sent out an email said everybody if you were contributing i'm restarting your your contribution if you don't want me to send an email, I'll be happy to turn it off. And most people did not, but it's been a difficult thing to get them into those same tiers so that I can say, Hey, if you subscribe at this tier for three months, I'll send you a mug or I'll send you a sticker or I'll send you whatever. So that's a little yeah. bit of administrative pain that, uh, excuse me a second. Yeah. I have to have these elbow pads and I drop them yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Um, so I like Patreon. I like the idea of Patreon. I think there are bits and pieces of it that's not executed the way I would execute it if I was building it. Yeah. Um, I'd rather have it a little bit more free form to set up as I like. Now, that being said, I am an IT guy. I'm a power user. I like to tinkler. Uh, there no nothing makes me happier than a settings menu. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> i like it so I like uh it. i i like to get in and customize and dig deep into things so uh this probably is a little bit easier for people who may not be as tech savvy yeah i like it uh jumping back again to the voiceover stuff one thing i get asked a lot is dave do you know anybody who can do my intros and outros for my podcast who can i hire mm -hmm. who can record it for me mm-hmm you know, I can go to some site and hire a stranger, mm -hmm. but I'd rather work with somebody one-on-one -on -one right? so that I can have something for my show. Are you open to that as well? Absolutely. I, I do okay. an intro to mine, which I've actually thought about changing because I it's my voice on the intro, and then I reintroduce myself, which is a little bit goofy. So I've thought about uh, getting a female voiceover to come in and do my intro for me just to break things up a little bit. Nice. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd love to do podcast intros and promos and outros and all that kind of good stuff. And I uh, have gotten pretty adept with Audition to make them sound good. So yeah, uh, hit me up at itvoice.com or on sportstriviafaceoff.com. I'm everywhere. Okay. I need you to do something for me. Okay. I need you to record for me a commercial about you doing voiceover work that I can put in my seven different podcasts. Okay. Because I have a huge different, I get a varying audience of people that are looking for this. And 
I would love to promote you. I'd rather promote you than a mattress. That doesn't do anything yeah. for anybody. For me, my sake, I'd rather promote uh, friends of the show and and send people your way. So can you create like a radio type commercial about what you do for voiceover acting? And I would like to spread that out through my shows. Can you Absolutely. send me that in the future? Absolutely. I can probably do it in a couple of days. There you go. I love it. Okay. So everyone listen up. It's coming. That's uh, right. You need a voiceover actor. He's right here. Brett's ready to do it. Um, That's right. I love it. I love it. Um, what else in podcasting, Brent, right now is kind of top of mind for you? Um, you're a tech guy. So like we have YouTube getting in the space. We have Google is leaving the space. There's mm -hmm. a lot of news happening in podcasting. Mm -hmm. How much How much of the news side of podcasting do you follow? Not a whole lot because, quite frankly, I like what I'm doing and I like... I hear a lot about AI and AI is a double-edged sword for me because as an IT guy, AI can do a lot of work for me. But as a voiceover performer, I'm very leery of AI taking over the whole voiceover industry. Interesting. Um, so I try to walk that fine line. Um, as far as voiceover, I would say hire a human because you're never going to get an AI voice, at least not I see in the next 10 years. To give the nuances that a human voice can give you right yeah um other than that no i again with the ai that i see youtube clips about ai can help edit your podcast and ai can help take the breaks out and make them sound better and all this stuff and i'm like no i like doing that stuff i want to be hands-on yeah. might take a little bit more time might be more inefficient but I'm a get my hands dirty kind of guy. I want to be doing that stuff. There's a sense of pride in there. Right? Yeah. That, that, that's my work. I, I, I made that sound mm -hmm. good and my audience likes it. So mm -hmm. that's a little piece of me that I'm putting out into the world. It's kind of like a resume. Yeah. In a sense. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It is my baby and I'm going to do yeah. it my way. Okay. Brent, talk to a brand new podcaster, baby podcaster, uh, very early days of their show. You have great experience. You have great learnings to share with them. What would you say to a new podcaster to encourage them on their path of creating their podcast? Just do it. Yeah. Just start talking, find a niche. If you can, if you're, if you don't have your show narrowed down to a certain audience, it's going to be all over the place and people aren't going to know what to expect. Right. Have a schedule so that people know when to expect new content from you and have fun. Yeah. Do what you want to do. It's yours. Nobody, there's no formula for, I mean, there are suggestions and there are commonalities, but man, it's, it's your deal. Make it what you want and like don't that. compromise. Mm. That's a good point. Expand that a little bit. Don't compromise. Yeah. Uh, if you're going to be the owner of it, you need to own it. And you need to know when people make suggestions to say, that's not a bad idea. Or, no, not going to do that. Not yeah. the way I want to do it. Why not? I don't want to. That's good enough reason. Yeah. yeah. Yes. If you had, if you had, um, comments come back to you from your listener or somebody saying, Hey, Brent, love the podcast. Can you make it into a five minute episode yeah. and do it three times a day? Uh, no, 
<laughs> no, no, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Thank you for your feedback. Um, maybe the show is not for you. Yeah, I can do sense. that. I, I won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So not every piece of feedback is to be executed, just so you know. Yeah. Uh, always thank people for feedback. That's great. They reached out to you. That is huge. Yeah. Anytime an email pops in or I get voice messages through SpeakPipe on my website, every time I get that, I'm just like, I had somebody left me a voice message today and they sang to me. Oh, wow. They're just singing in the background and they loved my show or something in the show and they left me a singing message. I'm like, well, this is unique. So I sent them a message back. I didn't sing. (laughs) My wife's like, wait, wait, did you sing? No, I didn't sing. (laughs) I talked. And uh, But it's so nice just to see that thing pop up because good or bad, any kind of comment Mm -hmm. takes a lot of effort. For somebody to to do, because if somebody doesn't like your show, they're just going to stop listening. Right. And you'll never know. They just don't, they're not there. And and I even, in our fan group, I will just pose that question. I'll just say, hey guys, I'm not looking for pats on the back egregiously. I'm not looking for kudos. What can I do better? Good. And uh, I, I take those all very seriously, especially for my Patreon contributors, of course. Um, one other thing I would go back and add is try and build a community. I have my, my fan page and I'm always posting sports related stuff to it, either funny stuff or trivia things that they might want to keep in mind. One of the things that came out today was the five sports that are going to be added to the Olympics in Los Angeles. And I had a couple of people say, yep, I'm going to memorize that for trivia next week. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, I try to I try to build a community and get to know my listeners. And I think that's huge. So I'm noticing behind you, is that the Stanley Cup behind you? It's a miniature. <laughs> there you go. And is that the Leafs jersey above it? I have a Leafs jersey. There have, you go. I collect jerseys. I have like 40, 45, maybe even 50. <laughs> I lost count. Uh I have been a long-suffering St. Louis Blues fan since 1985, and they finally rewarded me with my Stanley Cup in 2019. There you go. And I had always had put away an emergency budget for St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup championship swag, and I burned every penny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, congratulations. You're a proud papa there in that moment. I love that. Yeah, it was fun. Did you get to hoist your own cup around the house in, in that moment? No, I was, the whole thing was kind of surreal to me. It was like, my God, I've waited all this time for this and now it's happening. I mean, obviously I wouldn't put it up there with my marriage or the birth of my kids. No. But it was just like, wow. And, and there's a line in an old Genesis song uh, that says, all the time that passed me by doesn't seem to matter now. Hmm. And that was a line that kept coming back to me. was like, I don't care about the last 30 years and I don't even care about the next 30 years. I wanted one and I got it. Well, the Toronto fans would probably agree with you right now because they're so, <laughs> they're so frustrated here in Canada. Well, Matthews um, is on fire though. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and, but I always try to remind everybody I, I, I live I live in Ontario. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of, I like to put, I like to poke the bear a little bit. Yeah. And I always say, Hey, everyone, just a reminder, there's actually two teams in Ontario. Everybody forgets about Ottawa, but mm-hmm. I just like to, I cheer for Ottawa when I'm in a group of Leaf fans mm-hmm. in their presence, just to make them angry. Oh, just absolutely. Poke, they're, they're the best fans to troll. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So yeah, see, we've already slipped right into it. I love this. That's this right. Great. Um, yeah. So, okay. Big plans for your podcast going forward. You're, you're, you're going, I know you're going to get a co-host. That's just going to happen. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're already anticipating that. Where do you kind of want to see the show go? Just keep it fun. Keep it light. That's where yeah. you want to go. Yeah. You're good with that. Other, other than adding a co-host, I, my, my real goal would be other than making it weekly, I'd keep it, uh, every other week is get it back to what it used to be and go from there. So Brent, if someone's listening to the podcast and they are a diehard sports fan, they would love to come maybe even just for one episode yeah. to just to kind of say hi and be a part of it. Yes, Would you be open to that? Yeah, absolutely. Because we're cool. kind of doing that right now, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So maybe that could be a short-term fix Yeah, when you don't, can't afford to pay for somebody. Yeah. Have them kind if of they're, If they're in. willing to do it on an, on an unpaid basis just for, or exposure for their own podcast. We're doing it right now, Brent. Mm-hmm. We yeah. can do it. You could do this. Mm-hmm. You could do this, which could then give you that little spark. Right. Right. Absolutely. So if somebody is listening to this podcast, they're a sports fanatic and they love the idea of your show, how do they connect with you about coming on and maybe just having a conversation before recording, just to see if there's a connection there. Yeah, easiest way would be to go to sportstriviafaceoff.com. And then you go there and along the top of the links, there is among the things of, you know, about the show and things like that. There's one Google form that you can fill out to be a, a contestant. If you want to get on our roster of people, we email every month to see if you want to be a contestant. And there's also a contact me, which will just shoot me an email. And that's a really good way to get in touch with me. Great. And the same way for hiring you for voice acting would be the same spot? Yeah, they could. Or did you go south? Okay. I have I have like five different websites, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a problem too with that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that's it. Either way, they can go to either website. We'll make sure we have links in the show notes for all that. Okay. Um, excited to, maybe this is the little spark, Brent, just having you on here and having you as a guest co-host on my show. Maybe that just opens the door a little bit for you. On your I would show. love that. Right. And I'm very grateful to you to ha- for having me on. It's exciting. And that's the idea behind having amazing podcasters on the podcast as guest co-hosts. I want people to connect with you and your show. Mm-hmm. Um, I want people to hire you for voiceover acting. I want a guest co-host to sit in with you and, and do a recording and give you that little spark to uh, ignite your podcast again. Yeah. This is all, this is what it's meant to be. We're supposed to work together Mm -hmm. as podcasters. Absolutely. We're not supposed to be on our own, trying to figure it out by ourselves. We're supposed to work together and support each other. Yeah. And I think that's one thing that I follow down on a little bit is networking. Um, Only because, again, I've been saying this a lot, but I got a lot of irons in the fire right now. And that seems to be one thing that drops off. I need to do a better job of networking, uh, especially on Facebook. Well, we connected, and I'm grateful for that. Um, and I would love to get an update from you in the future. Absolutely. So, as we do our podcast journey together and separately at the same time, 
Uh, I would love to hear from you in the future and have you come back and give us an update on the show. I'd love to come back. Awesome. Again, tell everybody, where do we go? Where do we find you? Everything, all the stuff. Sportstriviafaceoff.com. You can also find it on Spotify under Sports Trivia Faceoff. And if you're interested in my voiceover work, you can either contact me through Sports Trivia Faceoff or my website for that where my demos are is theitvoice.com. Great website names, by the way. Very well done. I love it. Uh, everyone go check it out uh, Brent thank you so much for being a guest co-host you are coming back I want an update from you absolutely all right thank you so much sure hey it's Dave jumping on here at the end I hope you're doing well thank you for listening to the how to podcast series putting this out there for you you're starting a podcast and you're like Dave the technology is giving me a headache this editing thing is I don't know it's banana pants I can't figure it all out. Um, And you're thinking, if there was somebody who could help me with my podcast, I would pay them to do the editing for me. Guess what? I'm actually doing that. I have clients now, past guests who've been on the show, on one of my other podcasts, on this podcast. I'm doing some podcast consulting. I'm doing podcast editing. I'm helping with people launching their podcast, getting it, all the technology stuff, all getting your podcast and all the players, helping you with your YouTube channel, your website. Oh, it just goes on and on. It goes on and on. And I would love to help you. So instead of going to Fiverr or Upwork, I've I've been on there. I keep trying to get on for jobs and nobody's paying attention to me. And I'm... I need attention. (laughs) I would rather work with you as a listener of the show. So here's what I'm saying. Go to howtopodcast.ca, leave me a voice message, tell me what you need, and let's work out something that works for you and your budget. And if you need full service or you just need something quick like a drive-through type service, I'm there for you. I got you. And if you like what you hear on any of my seven podcasts, I can do that for you. I can, and I'd love to work with you because you are amazing. And I'm there to help you, whatever you need. Howtopodcast.ca. Reach out, let me know what I can do to help you with your podcast. Thank you for listening. Catch you on the next episode. Take care.